and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. This week, I'm bringing you an interview with Disney Vacation Club expert Kristen Tudis with all of the details on one of the best ways to save money on Disney vacations. Welcome again, everyone, to episode 16. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse. I visit Disney World several times each year, and I'm not rich. I just have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my site and here in the podcast. This week's show is all about the Disney Vacation Club, so let's dive in. after I started visiting Disney World as an adult, I learned about a little something called Disney Vacation Club. I think I saw signs for it in the parks, and once we were back home, I went into research mode and learned everything I could about DVC. Now, eight years later, I've rented DVC points for many stays at Walt Disney World, become a DVC owner myself, rented DVC points out to others to help them experience Walt Disney World for less, and eventually sold our DVC contract, but for a very good reason, which I'll share later in the show. So DVC has helped us have experiences at Walt Disney World that we believed were out of reach for people of our means. I mean, I was a public school teacher, my husband is a carpenter, and for us to be able to stay at four star resorts time and time again for what most people pay to stay at an average Holiday Inn is incredible. So I wanted to dedicate a whole show to Disney Vacation Club and get into more detail about it than I've ever been able to on the blog, because it turns out that DVC is super complicated and there is so much to know. So I've called in someone who deals with DVC every day for her job, and this is Kristen Tudis from Resales DVC. In the interview I recorded on my trip to Disney World last month, we chat about all things DVC, what it is, how it's very different from traditional timeshares, how one becomes a DVC member, what to know about buying DVC directly from Disney versus buying on the resale market, and even more, if you can believe it. So I almost decided not to share this interview because the sound quality is quite poor, but I thought the information was too important not to share. So please forgive me for the sound quality. It was recorded by the pool at Saratoga Springs Resort. And of course, my lapel mics decided to not work at all on my vacation. Of course, I tested them out before I went and they were working fine. So we had to record it on my phone. For that reason, there is a lot of background noise and overall sound quality is much less than what I'm used to. But Hopefully you'll just get the feeling that you're poolside at Disney World chatting with a friend and you can forgive the quality. So let's get to the interview. Hey, good morning, everyone. We are here at Saratoga Springs Resort and I am doing my first ever interview on the podcast with a lovely person. This is Kristen Tudis and I'll let her say hi. Hey, everybody. I'm Kristen. Because first and foremost, we are both Disney fans. So I want to ask Kristen, you know, when did you first go to Disney World and how often do you go now? Tell us about yourself versus a Disney fan before we get into your specialty dealing with Disney. So I started going to Disney when I was about two years old. Wow. And I'm 32 now, so I've been going for quite some time. We would come every summer or December around Christmas time. We'd drive down, camp out at grandma's house get up, 
early in the morning to be at the parks when they open and stay until they closed. Uh, we do that about every year. Um, but now that I live in Central Florida, I go, I don't go as much as I used to, but I go about every, like once a month, once or twice a month. Wow. So I'm pretty lucky with that. That is a lot of people's <laughs> dream to be able to go that often. Yes. <laughs> How great. And tell us, what is your favorite, tell us something, one of your favorites at the parks, favorite attraction or favorite place to eat you pick? Well, my go-to park is usually Epcot. Wonderful. Um, we love just to go out there on a weekend and walk around. And every time we go, we have to go to the France Pavilion. Yes. Into the ice cream shop. Wonderful. And get the macaroon ice cream sandwiches. Oh, no, I've never had that. Now, oh. they change them seasonally. So at Christmas, they'll do like a peppermint flavored one and the top is red and the bottom is green oh fun or traditionally they usually have like a chocolate or a strawberry but you can't go wrong with any of the options well that's at the top of my <laughs> list now to do an epcot because oh, i've yes. never done that wonderful <laughs> so we're talking about disney vacation club today and i have written a lot about dvc disney vacation club on the blog but i've never gone in depth with the details and kristen is an expert on dvc so i figured she's the perfect person to talk to us about how the program works and the ins and outs of navigating disney vacation club i'm going to talk about there's two different ways that dvc can save you money on trips to disney world and i'm going to talk about that a little later in the show but first let's talk about what is dvc how does it work? So Kristen, tell us about just the basics of DVC. All right, so uh, the Disney Vacation Club, it is a timeshare program, uh, but what makes it a little different than normal timeshares, um, with normal timeshares, you usually buy a set week in a specific unit and you get that usually on a yearly basis. Uh, with the Disney Vacation Club, you buy an allotment of points and you can go at any time of the year and you can stay in any size unit just as long as you have the points to do so. Um, so it's more flexible than a lot of other timeshares. Exactly. You're not tied to any specific resort. You're not tied to any specific time of year. Exactly. It's super flexible and I believe DVC was one of the first timeshares to start the point uh, program. And a lot of other people are following suit because they see how much their members really enjoy having the flexibility to pick and choose how many days they want to go, which resort they want to stay in, and then switch up their unit sizes. Um, so that's the basics of it. Um, so if you buy a contract, a DVC contract, you are buying what? You're getting a set number of points for every year. You get points every year into Correct. your account? Okay. Correct. So you buy an allotment and they will renew to your account every year okay. uh, for the life of your contract. And that could be as far out as year 2064 wow. or a little bit sooner, which is still 25 years away, um, in year 2042. Good. So a lot of timeshares, when you buy them, you have them per in per. Perpetuity. I mean, you have them forever. 
but Disney Vacation Club is different in that you have a limited amount of time, which I personally like because I think timeshare has become a burden to pass on to the next generation sometimes who doesn't have an interest. So there's a set time where your contract ends with DVC. Right. And we're talking 20, 25 to 40 years from now. So you've got quite a bit of time on the contract, but yes, if you don't want to own it for eternity, yes. then um, you do have the option to pass it on to family or uh, just keep it until it's end date. Yes, great. So with this contract, you get a set number of points to use every year. Um, you do pay annual dues on the points. So when you buy a contract, you're, you're buying the contract for a set amount of money. And then every year you do pay annual dues on the points. So tell us how that works. Yeah. So when you decide to become an owner, you're going to pur purchase your allotment of points at a specific resort. And that resort is going to become your home resort. That's where you're going to pay your annual dues every year. Uh, and that is based on the resort and the amount of points that you own. So someone who owns 50 points is going to pay a little less in dues than someone who owns 300 points. And usually, once you make that initial purchase price up front, usually owners are seeing a, a break-even period of about five to six years. And then it's just the annual dues have become the cost of your vacations and they're a lot less than the cash reservations which I'm sure you'll talk about a little later yes let's talk a little bit more about annual dues so you buy this contract let's pretend we're buying a DVC ownership at Animal Kingdom Lodge my favorite resort um, and you buy a hundred point contract now, how far is that going to go? So let's say you want to stay in a studio villa, which is similar to a hotel room, and you want to go for a week every year. Will the 100 points be enough to allow you to stay for a week every year in a studio villa? Yes. Good. Um, it's going to depend on the time of year you go and what which uh, room type you pick. So with Animal Kingdom, the studios, you have Value, Standard, Savannah View, and then you even have the um, Kilimanjaro Club level. And each one of those has a slightly different point requirement, but you can certainly get a week in one of those studios on, with 100 points for the year. Right, because we often stay in a Standard View studio at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and the points on that will range from, I don't know, 11 per night up to, what, 18 per night? I mean, the range is pretty large because of the time of year, but... Right. Right, but you definitely can get many, many nights at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Now, yes. the thing about DVC Resorts is that they vary greatly in the number of points you need per night to stay at them. They vary greatly across resorts, and they vary greatly even within resorts for different times of year. So it is really a baffling thing. And the point charts over at Resale DVCs are your friends. They are just the key to understanding how far points can go. So if, if you get this 100 point contract at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you're gonna pay your upfront costs, which we're talking about in a little, little later in the show, but then you'll pay these annual dues on these points. 
So for 100 points at Animal Kingdom Lodge, what are we talking about for annual dues? How much would that cost about? This year, 2018, the annual dues for Animal Kingdom were $6.76 per point that you own. So you're looking at $676 for that week trip at Animal Kingdom in the studio. Wow, that is crazy talk because... <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, we're talking... <laughs> $400 a night minimum to stay in a in a hotel room at Animal Kingdom Lodge or in a studio villa. I personally think they are much nicer and more comfortable to stay in than the hotel rooms at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So this is when Kristen said you're going to earn back your money that you put into buying the contract within five or six years. It's savings on that. So it's an incredible, when you look at the numbers, per year what you're paying and what you're getting. It's an incredible value. So we've been talking mainly about buying a DVC contract as a way to save money on stays at Disney World. There's another way that I write a lot about on the blog, which is renting someone else's DVC points to save money on a stay at Disney World as well. So there's two different ways you can go. And actually I have done both. I have been a DVC owner, and of course I bought with Resale DVC, where Kristen works, and they were amazing to work with when I bought. I did eventually sell that because we had a baby, and babies cost a lot of money, and I needed cash money to like buy a minivan to tote my kid around. <laughs> so we did end up selling, but for many years I had the DVC ownership. It was wonderful. but. I also rent DVC points for stays, such as this very stay right now at Saratoga Springs. We've been here two nights and I rented points from a DVC owner for the stay. So renting points requires a lot of the same basic understanding of how DVC works if you want to go more of a DIY route with renting points, understanding how much the resorts cost per night, what you're going to pay per point when you rent. So, for example, we paid $160 per night to stay in the studio room, studio villa here at Saratoga Springs. Now, that is in peak summer travel. The most popular times of year are going to be more expensive. Now, this room out of pocket would have been $450 per night, and we paid $160. So, clearly, you know, what is that? 65% off of what you pay through Disney. I did find a DVC owner on the Mouse Owners Rent Trade Transfer Board, and you can find how to do that on the blog. If you just look under accommodations on the Budget Mouse, that will drop down and you can see all of my DVC posts on how to rent DVC points. So clearly there's a lot of money to be saved renting DVC points. And if you don't want to do all of the legwork and research yourself, I highly recommend David's Vacation Rentals. They are incredible. It's almost like booking through Disney, but just at a huge discount. You, you give them your dates, how many people are in your party, some idea of where you want to stay, and they do all of the research for you. They will find availability at the resort you want. They will give you options, and you do pay more per point to do that, but for most people, <laughs> The complexities of DVC are, are vast, and the, the time that it will save you going through David's Vacation Rentals versus learning all of this on your own is kind of worth the money for a lot of people, right? And you have had some experience with David's before as I well. I have. I've 
personally rented points through David nice. and we have a lot of customers that do as well because it's a great way to try before you buy. Oh, that's a great idea. So if you are even thinking about owning, but you've not stayed in the DVC units, I mm-hmm. definitely suggest doing a little rental. It doesn't have to be anything huge, but just try it out. See if it's something that you are really going to enjoy. Yes. And we did that as well. We rented points before we bought. Um, we actually owned at Saratoga Springs Resort, where we are right now. And um, we stayed at several DVC resorts renting points before we bought. And we said, we did the math and we loved the experience so much. And we're like, oh, we must. <laughs> we must do that. So when we did go to buy, I did a lot of research into how can I stretch my money? How can I make this investment go the farthest? And that is how I found resale CBC. So Kristen, talk to us please about buying resale versus buying directly from Disney. Because there is, it's a big difference. So what does it first of all mean to buy resale? So when you buy resale, you are essentially buying from a, a current owner, just like yourself. Uh-huh. And what's fun about that is they have already had their Disney memories with this ownership and now they're passing it on to someone else for you to start your memories. So it's really a neat process, especially with us to be involved in. I, yeah. I totally enjoy helping someone move forward, but giving it to someone else who's about to embark on their Disney memories. It's a really, a really interesting uh, business. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But so when you buy resale, you are buying from a current owner instead of directly from Disney. And there are some differences. Um, if you wanted to purchase directly from Disney, you are generally gonna be limited to the newer resorts, the brand new ones, because most of the resorts are sold out. So if you go direct from Disney right now, the options are gonna mainly be uh, the Polynesian, Copper Creek over at Wilderness Lodge and Alani out in Hawaii. Those are really wow. the only three that aren't sold out. If those don't interest you or you want to save a little money on those, then you turn to the resale market where you can pick any of the 14 resorts. And also you can pick as little points as you want. There aren't point minimums to buy in. So you could get a contract for as little as 25 points. Wow, so what is the point minimum when you buy direct with Disney? It changes frequently, yeah. but I believe right now, the newer resorts, they want you to buy a 100 point minimum. Okay. And then if they have inventory for some of the older resorts, it's a 50 point minimum. Okay, so if you're buying a 100 point minimum at one of the newer resorts from direct from Disney, what are you looking at your cost per point? Well, right now, Polynesian is running about two twenty per point. So what's that? $22,000. For a 100-point contract. For a 100-point yes. contract with yes. Disney. Oh, my gosh. Now, t- <laughs> quick, get to resale because it's so right. much cheaper. So now resale, we were talking about Animal Kingdom earlier as your favorite resort. And yes. it's, it's one of my favorites. It's also considered one of the better value resorts to buy into. Yeah. Um, you get the ownership until you're 2057. Oh, wow. So it's 40 years of vacations, which is incredible. Yes. And um, it's going to cost you a, a lot less than the 220 per point. So just to give you an example, 
Animal Kingdom on the resale market right now is selling around 110 per point. Wow, that's half. So you're looking at about $11,000 for a 100-point contract. Yes. Wow. Um, there's also a lot of other options that you can consider on the resale market if you wanted something a little less. The original DVC Resort, Old Key West. I love Old Key West. Which, again, is one of my favorites. Um, the rooms are larger there. Shh. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> Um, that is selling around 90 per point on the resale market. So there's a lot of flexibility here, a lot of options, um, depending on your budget, really. Yeah. And like you said, you can, on the resale market, just kind of dip your toes in and get a 50 point contract or even a 25 point contract, which can still get you several nights a year. And that's every year. Now, if you don't want to go every year and you buy a 25-point contract, and let's say you want to go every two years, can those points of 25 points carry over into the next year? Yes. Oh, good. So the fun thing about DVC is you can roll over points that you haven't used, and we call that banking. Okay. And then you can actually pull in points from an upcoming year. That's called borrowing. Yes. So essentially at any given point, you could use three years worth of points for one trip. Good. So that's ultimate flexibility because if you want to go every three years, which a lot of people do come down every few years, you can save those points up. And so a 25 point contract could work for a family vacation for every three years for up to a week, right? I mean, if you're using the minimum amount of points, that's amazing and I love how flexible it is. So you do save a ton of money clearly when you buy resale versus buying directly from Disney, but are there any differences with your ownership? So of course there are going to be some slight differences. Yeah. Um, so aside from your savings of about 35 to 40%, uh, there are some differences with the resale ownerships compared to the ones that are bought direct from Disney. Uh, You can use your resale points at any of the Disney Vacation Club resorts, and then you can also use them to book RCI, which is another timeshare exchange program. Nice. However, you cannot use the points to book a Disney cruise, a Disney hotel that's not DVC, so like Art of Animation, a room there. And then the Adventures by Disney Vacations. Yes. Now these three, those three, the point requirements to uh, book those are sky high. Yeah, so it's like, why <laughs> would you ever use your points for those anyway? Most it's not a good don't. use of your points. Yeah, right. it's kind of a waste of your points. And if you follow Leah's blog, you'll find a lot of uh, money-saving tips for those options. Yes that it just makes more sense to pay cash to do cruises and hotels than it does to use the points for Yeah, those. so like a DVC owner wouldn't make sense to use their points to stay at Caribbean Beach when you can get huge discounts on those rooms with all of my tricks anyway, right? Exactly. That's yes, very good. Are there other any other restrictions? There is uh, another classification of restrictions. Um, the membership extras. Yes. So resale owners do not have access to what Disney calls membership extras. And I have a whole list of those on our website, but what 
that basically entails are the discounts on annual passes, which change every year. They're not always the same. Right, yeah, they do change. Um, the access to member-only events. For example, they do the Moonlight Magic events, which are similar to the Disney After Hours Magic Kingdom events. Right. Um, and then discounts at restaurants and things. Now, if you're already an annual pass holder, right. it's the same, if not slightly less than the annual pass holder discounts at the restaurants yes. and shopping. So there are a lot of ways around, um, there are a lot of ways to still get those similar discounts. Yes, and like if we're talking saving $10,000 on a DVC membership, like those little piddly discounts, they're never gonna add up to the $10,000 that you will save. It's gonna take quite some time. Yeah, I mean, about, <laughs> it would take like more than 40 years, I feel like, even if you're buying annual passes every year, like you're never gonna recoup that money just buying from Disney. I haven't actually done the math, true confession, but it seems like, oh my God, it would take so long. So we mentioned earlier that when you buy a contract that you buy at a particular resort. So, and, and clearly that doesn't mean that you can only use your points at that resort because we already mentioned that when you buy DVC, you can use your points at any resort. So is there any significance to the home resort? Does that give you any benefit? There's definitely a benefit to owning one resort over another. So your home resort allows you to book there up to 11 months ahead of your vacation time, which can be very critical at the busy times of the year, like Christmas, Easter. Yes. If you have specific plans you want to take every year, then this is what you're going to utilize, that 11-month booking window at your home. Now, if you decide you want to jump around and try different resorts, then you can book another DVC resort up to seven months in advance. So no matter where you own, you can book seven months in advance at any resort, and you can book in that seven to 11 month window at your home resort. That's correct. So okay. we call the seven to 11 month window your home priority booking. Okay. And then at that seven month mark, a point is a point, regardless right. of where you bought it at, you can book any of the DVC resorts. Yes. Now this also applies to renting points too, because when folks are looking for an individual owner from whom to rent points, if they want to book in that seven to 11 month window, they've got to find an owner who owns at the resort at which they want to stay. That's correct. Correct. So I get asked that a lot on the blog, you know, what does this um, home resort need? It will only comes into play if you're booking in that seven to 11 month window. Correct. Otherwise it doesn't matter if you're booking closer than seven months. And I will say that that does matter for the most popular types of rooms. For example, the, Value Studios at Animal Kingdom Lodge, there's only 10 of them, and they're in high demand. So when I wanted to rent points to book a stay there, I had to find someone who owned at Animal Kingdom Lodge from whom to rent the points, and then we had to book on that first day of the 11-month window to get those Value Studios because they're in such demand. They're nine points yes. a night. So oh, and yes. eight <laughs> points a night starting next year. So that's definitely a great example of when to utilize that. Yes, yes. And then the other resort that I would definitely recommend is the Beach Club. Yes. The Beach Club is highly sought after, and we all know why. It's Because it's awesome. It's really Love fun. Love the Beach Club, but you really need to own some points there and utilize that 11-month booking date for that resort. Yes. And I'd say the boardwalk during food and wine, too. 
I've tried to find availability at the boardwalk for studios during food and wine. It is gone at 11 months. I mean, because people want that proximity to Epcot, to the back gate of Epcot. So, yeah, there are definitely scenarios when the home resort comes into play. But there's also plenty of availability if you're not set on a certain resort at seven months, would you say? I think so, yeah. If you're flexible and you can kind of pick and choose your dates and you don't have a set resort in mind, you can certainly find things under that seven month window. I agree. I agree. So this is so much information. We realize DVC is a vast and confusing topic, but we did want to give you a little more information than I've ever been able to give in a blog post just because of the depth and the breadth of this. So I'm sure people have a lot of questions about DVC, how to buy on the resale market. these amazing point charts. So tell us, please, where can they find more information about buying resale and answers to maybe the frequently asked questions about DVC? So I would recommend our website. Of course, that is the best. Resalesdvc.com. And if you're out there Google searching, if you put in my last name, Tutas, T-U-T-A-S, followed by DVC, we will pop up as the first search result and probably some of our photos with it. Yeah, because not just Kristen, but her like entire family are DVC experts, right? Yes, uh, our business actually started with my grandmother who continues to work every day, 12 hours a day. Love her. And my (laughs) two uncles are part of this. My father is part of this. So we are a family here. Yes, and they all are so wonderful and helpful and really, They will answer any questions you have about Disney Vacation Club, buying resale. It's like when you're working with them, you're working with a whole family who's going to help you. It's not just an individual person who's going to deal with your contract, whatever. You have like a support team of the two's family behind you. You will talk with every one of us at some point because we're all there for different parts of the process. Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be my first guest on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yay. (laughs) You did it. Look at it's still recording.